She's working on Dune I believe 2 this week. weekend. Well, no, she yeah, wasn't. She was at Disneyland. That's for some of the you weekend, yes. We'll you, be discussing that. You uh. need to let it go, okay? Yeah. I went to Disneyland. Frozen. You didn't go. Oh, God. Yeah, no. Now, you're, now no. you're quoting I've never, Disney film. I've never because seen we were there. I've fresh. never I seen the whole movie. I just can't wait to be king. I've never seen it. Welcome to a, a frozen bowl of dude soup. Oh, cold no. shoulder. So cold. We're all getting yeah, really so cold Because Adam's here. giving me the real, the real cold shoulder here. Uh, mm. This Today's episode is brought to you by two sponsors, Blue Apron and Movement Watches. Uh, check out this week's Blue Apron menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com soup. And you can also get 15% off Movement Watch purchase today with free shipping by going to movementwatches.com slash soup. We'll talk more about them later in the show. All right. Uh, I'm Elise Williams. I'm filling in for Lauren de Santago. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Who's yeah. in Nippon. No, not yet. Oh, he's Did on you hear what happened? Booty No, Overworld ocean. Let's do the intros and then I'll, oh, I'll no, explain to you how... Lawrence is forever cursed. Oh no, okay, James. Uh, I am James Willems and very curious. Uh, I am Adam Kovacson. And I'm Bruce Green and I'm not at all surprised that Lawrence is totally oh, fucked. No. Uh, all right, let's see. There was a 7.2 uh, earthquake that just hit Japan while Lawrence is in the air. I And they're apparently gonna get hit with a tsunami like today. What? He's gonna ride the wave like in uh, day after day. Are you shitting me? Let me uh, Look at that up. This is based entirely on a tweet I saw from Japan? the game. The game theory. Yeah, they said help. <laughs> <laughs> they said Lawrence. Be turn is a come. <laughs> so we might we might get a lost situation here where the plane is just oh, gonna no. circle the oh, island. Oh. But here's the thing. Here's what I learned oh, I'm about sorry, earthquakes. Here's what oh, I learned about earthquakes. Shit. It's the number oh, after Japan. the decimal that's the most important. How so? The is seven point three. So it's weird. I think we could look it up afterwards, but I'm pretty sure it's like, exponential. That's the only thing I know. Yeah, like so the seven means nothing. No, it no means the seven something. is huge. The seven's but, huge. Yeah. It's seven it, but it's big. not nearly as bad as if it were. It would be infinitely worse to be a, like a seven point five mm. and a three meter high tsunami. Look at three to ten feet. Oh yeah. my so gosh! Lawrence is going to get off the plane. That's He's really going to walk on the tarmac. Player. And a, a ten foot wave is going to hit him oh, in the head. Oh boy! All right, so hold on. Go to Google Maps. He's map. racing the wave. <laughs> Go to Google, Google. We can't turn back. <laughs> it's right behind us. Go to We're going to have to lose weight. They're throwing out all his anime figures. He was going to get signed. <laughs> where's the airport in Tokyo? Narita. And, and yeah. where is and where was that? Uh, it's like a. It's like an hour outside of. Uh, yeah. Is it near the coast? It's yeah. Narita. Yeah. Oh yeah, most, like most airports. Yeah. Ooh. All right, zoom. Is there a live yeah. view where we can see it's underwater? Yeah. <laughs> see Lawrence's plane oh, no. coming towards so it. Lawrence is coming in. Uh, he might be no, okay. North. Oh no, it's yeah, it it in the Ooh. Fukushima okay. prefecture. Oh, so. not Fukushima again. It's up there. Yeah, it's, oh, it Fukushima is Fukushima. Again. You're so like, we finally, we finally dried everything up. Let's turn that <laughs> reactor oh, back on. No. Shit. Anyway, that sucks. I hope everyone's okay. That was perfect timing. I'm trying to think what's going through Lawrence's head right now because he probably has in-flight Wi-Fi. Yeah. And he's gonna get a Google News alert says, "Warning, <laughs> the country you're about to go this to is gonna yeah, be warning, underwater. never go to Japan." It's oh, good though no. because Turn we can around. we can definitively determine oh. that these things are Lawrence's fault. Yes, yes a lot absolutely. of times he thinks he has bad luck, or he's mm -hmm. like, "I can't believe this happened to me." It's him. Yeah, it's him. Yeah. It's absolutely him. He's uh, he's like the cursed, jaded monkey that he's just bringing all this pain. Oh. Is this live action Evangelion? No, it's Shin Godzilla. It's, yeah. Oh, okay. So this is what's going to happen to Lawrence, yeah. essentially, yeah. but well, with water. Well, no, this is live footage right now of everyone reacting to Lawrence mm -hmm. coming to Japan. <laughs> you know what? I can't <laughs> wait. Preparing. You know what I can't wait for? <laughs> I can't wait for Lawrence's plane to land and for him to get off the plane and immediately start telling them how they should prepare for disasters. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Well, okay. uh, 
it's unclear right now if Lawrence's trip to Japan can live, it can live up to the hype. He's going to be uh, there for months. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, he, could, he was supposed to be there for 10 days, but now it sounds like he's going to be stranded years, there. Yeah. Yeah. So Lawrence has been waiting to go to Japan forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bruce, you life. just got to go to Australia this was, last week. It was amazing. And it was Any amazing. Didn't run into. I didn't run into any issues. Wow. No great. problem. Beautiful country. Straight flights. Actually, I was my, both my flights were early. Wow, that's <laughs> great. Awesome. Yeah, oh, it was man. really good. Damn. It was really good. That's awesome. It's really good that to hear. That sounds great. I, I bet Lawrence, he, yeah. Yeah, poor, yeah poor we wish he was here. We miss you, Lawrence. Yeah, we miss you, buddy. Best of luck. Yeah. Living. Bring a snorkel. I really hope that, like, because this is going to air in, what, two days? So yeah. when it airs, I hope there's not, oh, like, fuck, terrible yeah. tragedies and things like that. Oh. Because We're making fun of Lawrence, not the no, people that yeah. will yes, actually be affected oh, no. by this. I, Absolutely. AK Lawrence, Lawrence. Is, Lawrence is like, what's that movie where uh, Luke, or no, Owen Wilson is like at a place when there's a disaster. What is that? What is Royal that Tenenbaums. No. I know, I know what you're talking about. It's like about. Miracle or something like that. Yeah, I never and saw And he's that. trying to get his family out of like a disaster, except that he's... 2012. <laughs> yeah. Except that he's he's rich and white. And, and I've never like, heard of this movie. Well, can you look up like Owen Wilson's uh, filmography? It's, <laughs> yeah, no problem. It's a, it's a movie where yeah, he is basically like... V- uh, vacationing, yeah. they're a rich white family. Oh, I know, I know the one you're talking about. During oh, maybe the Indonesian Owen tsunami Wilson, or something. So Owen Wilson's an interesting character because he tried to kill himself, and, and then after back. I think it was like right after Cars or like Cars came out. Yeah, and then he tried to kill himself, and then he's just he's just been on a roll. Well, since then, not really. Oh, he's, he's he was been... on a roll up until he tried to kill himself. No, he got a lot of roles after that. And then he was in uh, <laughs> he was in Darjeeling Limited, where he played a character who tried to kill himself. Yeah. Is it No Time Escape? Of... Maybe, yeah. It's No Escape. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the one. I've never heard of this, this film. It's great because I still don't believe Lake it's Bell? real. Oh, they're caught in the middle of a coup. That's what it is. That's a right. coup, yes. Yeah. But it's just, all, the whole movie is just about them trying to get out. And mm. I'm like, hmm, a lot of people that have to live there. That have to live there through it. And then when you go back to your two-story home. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't care. As long as Owen Wilson makes it out alive with his family, we're good. Well, I just want to get out. <laughs> um, well, the thing about Owen Wilson committing su- or attempting suicide yeah, he didn't actually go was that you know his brother in Royal Tenenbaums well, also fine. attempts suicide. Yeah, That's they can't. Right. They that. can't stop because yeah. Wes Anderson keeps calling him. He's like, "Please be in more of my movies." Like, I might as well just pitch. <laughs> Please, stop. he's from Texas, but he Please. dresses like he's from the East Coast. It makes yeah. no fucking sense. <laughs> You're from Houston, you idiot. <laughs> He's a beautiful uh, man. Um, I was going to do a great transition earlier about how maybe Lawrence's trip can't live up to the hype, and and we'll have to see whether Last Guardian can, can live up to the hype yeah, as well. That's good. I like so that. So we talked about Last Guardian, well, but just, then it kind of got like off the rails there for a is second. It Owen Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. The last Guardian for Owen Wilson uh, is the guy who shows up in the ambulance who tries mm. to pump his stomach. <laughs> no, stop! Oh, Get rid sorry. of those pills. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, so my question for the Last Guardian, because we do need a title. Mm-hmm. Um, not what, actual gameplay. Is there hype, or is it this just a symptom of the gaming industry yeah. where yeah. they dangle something in front of you, which in this case was a leaked video that came out from like PlayStationLifestyle.net yeah. like ten years ago, and they said, "You love Shadow of the Colossus. Look at this cute fucking thing. This giant thing that you can and play you with. can't have it. Yeah. Well, no, that was the thing. Is like, you can't play with it." And then last year, E3 was a lot. Two years ago. Two right? years ago. Two mm-hmm. E3s ago, was they said. Two years ago? Fuck. Whenever we did the Keeley yeah. bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was two E3s ago. Wow. And then they said, it's finally happening. And now everyone's 
you know, crying and <laughs> they're that's throwing. The this is this braids. is the thing though, and this is kind of what's happened a lot is the 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 battle between mainstream and game bubble. Yeah. Right. Yes. There's gaming industry bubble, and sometimes it's hard, really, really hard to remove yourself from that. We, as a part of it, can tell you how much people within the games industry only talk to people within the games industry, yeah. and they only go to events within the games industry, and it's just it's. I mean, it's basically a toilet that's just kind of like circling the drain. I, I'm, that's the negative connotation, but for the sake of visual, it's just all the same people just swirling in, swirling in, swirling in. Yeah. And then you'll, you'll leave one job, but can go right across the street to another job. So it's kind of these things where I think Last Guardian is hyped within that yeah. Yes. But I don't think anyone, I don't know anyone I, I hope cares. it's a success outside our little clubhouse. Oh, I hope it's good, number one. Well, of course. Because after so long. From, yeah. From what I've seen about the game, because game bubbles, you're, you guys are totally right about that. And, and I, I've seen a lot of people don't know they're inside the game bubble. Mm -hmm. And so then when I kind of like start talking about things a little outside of it, they, they, they're just... They just yeah. kind of look at me blank stared and I'm like, uh oh, like they don't, well, they don't know. Yeah. The and, it's, and, it really, and it scares me because I don't know... Like for example, this game could be really good, and it may not carry over to the main to the mainstream audience. Mm -hmm. And I would like it to if the game is good. Yeah. Uh, on the on the plus side, though, for a game like this, if there is so much hype and it's been built up for years and years and years, what I've always heard about the game industry and actually other tech industries and things like that is that you want the enthusiasts first. So you want to get them in first mm -hmm. because then they'll start generating word of mouth. The early yeah, adopters sure. they yeah. want the people who are going to drop. $800 on a new phone right. or whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. weird though, like it's because it happened with the film industry and it looks like it's happening with the game industry too, where it's like the long tail stopped mattering. Like it used to be you would release a movie yeah. mm -hmm. and then it would do whatever, but then you would be like, I hope this stays in theaters for the next two years. <laughs> yeah. Like know? Jurassic like, Park. Yeah, that like, was yeah. the thing. That was, but way before Jurassic Park, like yeah. Rocky Horror Picture Show oh, didn't sure. make oh, its yeah. money in the opening weekend, but then things were like, oh, well, we really want to just know exactly how much money this movie's going to make immediately. It's it's crazy because we're, we're definitely talking about, we're, we're getting outside of the gaming world, which I think is fascinating. Sorry, I'm going to cough. <coughs> I'm almost done. It's, yeah. I'm getting it all up. Okay. Apologies for the audio listeners to hear me cough. I'm sorry. It's it's insufferable. I know. <laughs> it's all right. I wish Lawrence was here. But um, sorry, I digress. That we are in this. I, I, I watch. I always start a story like this. I watch a documentary. It's about sugar, <laughs> and I thought it was really interesting. But they talked about how you can kind of see a correlation with the rise of sugar and people's dependence on getting things now and fast, hmm. and just sort of like the wow. instant gratification of what we live in now, where it's sort of like, I want this video, there it is. Yeah. You want this game, here it is. You want this movie, I'm gonna go see it. And like James saying, there is no long tail anymore. Um, and, yeah. then, and we're all kind of living in our bubbles where we get a flash of happiness, we just get that hit, and then we move on to the next thing. Well, it, we, it is, everything's, entertainment has just kind of become this drug. The Industrial Revolution said we're going to expedite production through assembly line, and then the Technological Revolution said we're going to do it through, through waves, through, yeah. You know, microwaves being able to mm. transmit mm -hmm. uh, to an expedited speed, yeah. and like I don't, yeah, I wonder what the next the next step is going to be in like, mm. yeah, I, I suppose. That's what we're saying. Manifestation, instantaneous it's like, it's manifestation. Like drone delivery and and three D printers and things like that that are just yeah. going to be so like at that point we get things within and chip an hour. implants, right? Which you could do if you took two feet, you know, took two steps off the couch 
and got your keys oh, yeah. and got, got your car or got on a bus. That's too hard, like, though, man. So, I mean, I need a drone to drop this thing off of my balcony. It's way too hard. Uh, do you, do you, my question to you guys is, does this game appeal to you less or more now than it did, you know, 10 years ago when it was announced in Famitsu? So for or, me, uh, because I'm not necessarily exactly what they're going for in terms of like, their audience, and I'm definitely not the early on people that gave a shit about this. Like, I didn't care. I thought it was neat, but it, it's, I didn't care at all. But the more that I see of it, the more I think it's really cool. Now, the problem is I don't have a PS4. So, like, this the isn't going to get... just came out. This isn't, yeah, okay, this isn't going to get me to buy one. No way. Um, however, my interest is a lot more peaked than it was years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it looks like they're designing, uh, I guess, maybe a more intricate game than, than was previously discussed. For me, that's for me. However, I'm the type of person that will talk a lot about this kind of stuff, but never actually play it. <laughs> and like, as I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. You sound like the gaming industry. Um, well, and, I mean, and I think, and I, I don't know, I don't even know if I'm a lot like our mainstream audience or not. I bet our mainstream audience, this is a flash in the pan, they don't even know about it anymore. Mm. I don't know if they're even gonna go after it. Maybe, I, I, it might be one of those things where it is a vicious cycle of like self-hype, where it's, the game's coming out, I really want the game. The game's coming out. I really want the game. Yeah. And it, it, it spins out of control, and then you don't really even know what the thing is anymore because people, like uh, No Man's Sky and other games where people paint a picture in their head where yep. things like Star Citizen and other games where people are imagining what it's going to be, and we have no idea. I, I, I swear to you, I saw people writing about Cyberpunk, and they said, this is a day one buy for me. This game is going to be amazing. It's like, we've seen nothing. We've seen a trailer. Like, yeah, but they made The Witcher. Like okay, yeah. Like let's let's wait till we see a game or it's playable or something. Yep. But that, that is that is the world we live in, where people they enjoy the drug that is hype. That that's where I am. I'm I'm more excited now than I I was because it looks like it may be an actual video game. Yeah. And you get to watch your beautiful wife play it. And I, yeah, I get to watch it. my beautiful wife play it. I love the mirror. And then eventually, quietly over her shoulder, correct her on which way she's headed. Her posture, um, etc. But, but I remember when the first trailer came out, everyone's like. Oh my god. But it was just one broad promise, like which even more evident of how long it's taken to get to this point and the phases it's gone through is that like that wasn't they weren't showing you something you could buy. Mm-hmm. They were showing you the promise of something you may get someday. Yeah. And and I'm completely over that. The I remember remember the cyberpunk trailer that came yeah. out and everyone, oh my god. And I'm like <laughs> CGI. It's literally a still frame of not a game. Yeah. Like that's that's what you're getting excited for. This this watching him climb it's neat. and jump yeah. and do stuff like that and mm. communicate with it and no no save scripted him. scripted falls. Save him. Like, these are these are different things where I'm like okay now I like the mechanics that I am seeing in this game. Mm-hmm. There is there's an actual something here. Well, it's, and there's a there's a heart to this game because creative director Fumito Ueda. Who you all know? Yeah, I know him. Yeah, I'm yeah. currently underwater. Uh, yeah. He uh, he made a comment on on his hopes for the game. That griffin-like creature, that like cat-dog bird hybrid. Yeah. I believe its name is Trico, or I think that's how it's pronounced. T R I C O. Interesting. Yeah. Like Ico, but the third one. He. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> I did. Oh damn it. He uh, he said, "quote It's quite simple. At the end of playing through the game, if the it player dies. feels the existence oh. feels the existence of Trico." Like it's really there, then we have accomplished what we set out to do. 
That's sure. what he said. He just wants you to feel Trico in your heart, to feel it's like just, this is a character you could ride yeah, it's sure. to it's work. An, it's an animal in a video game. Like, I was playing Watch Dogs 2, and you can walk by a dog that's off-leash. There's, like, hundreds of them all over the city, and hit square to pet. And I'm like, that's a real thing! Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. takes nothing for me sure. to, to <laughs> believe in video game animals. Well, something I think uh, mm-hmm. we all know is going to live up to the hype is is a little thing called are you moving on to the next segment already I have, sort of I mean, we can go back to last garden I like that talk about his anymore brain and fingers can't yeah. really work sorry sorry it's a little oh, thing called uh, we'll transformers see. 5 oh my gosh now james and i wow. james and i were at home the other day yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm really bad at I'm moving this. For Disneyland, when people invite us, <laughs> man, well, I never realized how little Josh Flanagan likes me. Oh God! Now you know. Now yeah, now. I'm glad now that you, know. you finally understand what everyone else in the room knew. I, yeah. I didn't know that either because he doesn't like me either. So. It's oh, weird. Geez. We're good. Yeah. Okay. Well, James good. and I went to Disneyland. Amazing. It was a wonderful time. Right now we're trying to focus on Transformers. Okay. Right. You'll go I'm to Universal there. Studios one day, Adam. You'll you'll ride the Transformers I, I, ride. I don't want to go to any theme park with either one of you charlatans. We just punched a dinosaur. We saw this in theaters. I know. We did. We I experienced I this eight-hour movie together. I saw so, and finished it. James and I. Are, <laughs> James, so James it's like and a good I, book. <laughs> it's not. To James and I are at home. I pop like, on. <laughs> what the fuck? Why are they just, Wait. So are they going back in time? Yes. We, well, we, I, I pop on this featurette, and we're just watching it, like whatever. Michael Bay, whatever. America. And then yes. we see that the that knights, medieval knights, come up. Mm-hmm. Are they American well, knights? You though? said. You said, hey, there's a new teaser for the new Transformers movie. It's called The Last Night, and I went, K-N-I-G-H-T, yeah. and she went, yeah. And we were like, okay, that's weird. But then we watched it, and we saw there's actual medieval knights in it. Hold Look on. at the logo. Look, the logo is a sword, like, Excalibur okay. going through to be, to be fair, I could give a shit about Transformers. Mm-hmm. Like, I, no, it, you love it. I don't care. <laughs> I grew up watching the cartoon, and I knew at the time it was just a commercial for the toys that I was buying, mm-hmm. and I was okay with that. So when the movies came out, everyone said, they ruined my childhood. I said, no. Yep. They did. A, they were very true to the yeah. source material. Um, well, you know, the Orson Welles one is actually pretty good. It's okay. No, the, it's you know what they good. did in the beginning of that movie? They kill off every character because they needed more toys. Yeah, so it's an Orson Welles Transformers movie? Uh, yeah. He plays like the giant planet. Role. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only person who regressed in their <laughs> career 100%. Started off with a beautiful film and then made Transformers. Or sorry, he's just, just a voice. Uh, the planet he eater. He made it directed, <laughs> written and directed by Orson Welles. I'll Wells. do it. That's uh, okay, Orson. I'll eat these hot More ones. figures, please. <laughs> I, I feel like these movies are outside of the hype cycle now. No, like, they're, it's its own economy. Sort of, that's, that's, that's what I'm looking culture. at. Oh. That's, what I'm, that's exactly the, what I'm looking at. That, that's, that's, that's it's what a I'm trillion dollar industry. You know what you're going to get, and you know you can't be disappointed by a movie like this. Well, you can be, but... Uh, <laughs> How? But I think what, you're looking at the money, right? How much it makes? But you're going to notice the worldwide shift. Well, no, absolutely, because they shot in China. So here's the problem with this: this box office mojo is not the best website in the world. They got the Malkovich. But from what yeah. I see, from what I see, <laughs> well, that's old. That's Revenge old. of the Fallen made the most, and that came out in 2009. Worldwide. Um, Wait, are they bringing back Shia? And then no, what? this is old. Hold this on. is old. Uh, this is me, Michael Bay yelling. Let me actually click through all the links and make sure yeah. I know what I'm talking about. So you okay. continue to vamp. So, okay. um, so, but the thing here's here's what I'm going <laughs> to go out and say. Call it for this one. Um, what they what we saw of them fighting as knights, uh-huh. I'm guessing is going to be the opening sequence of the movie. Okay. Oh. It's gonna be Michael Bay's interpretation of knights battling each other. Something they do is going to lead to a more modern set of events. 
that the Transformers are going to participate in. That's valid. But they will also get upgrades that make them look like knights. Well, so at the end of the fourth movie, at some point, Optimus is riding on a dinosaur holding a sword, and then he has uh, jet boots and he flies yeah. away. It's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I will never watch it again, by the way. No, God, no. <laughs> I don't have that much time left. Right. Yeah, what no. is that one called? Age of Extinction. I That's, still have to finish it. Because the dinosaurs. Yes. It was, there, it there's too, a part, we've talked about this, we've talked about this movie so many times on different <laughs> podcasts, but there's a part where Optimus gets thrown halfway across China, and then someone goes, there's dinosaurs here, Optimus. He's like, you got it. And then he goes and punches them. Nice. <laughs> he punches them until they join his Until cause. they join him, yep. Well, uh, oh, it's so amazing. I, I know when First Night comes out, or what, what was it called? Did I get the last, it? The last, last night. night. First Richard, night was Richard, Richard Gere. Gere was the first night. That was a hit I, film. I know when Last <laughs> Night comes well. out, James and I are going to have to watch through all the Transformers movies again in we preparation. So we're not cool. going to be able to go out to like for the fancy dinners we usually go Trans- to. Transformers. So we're going to have to stay in and get Blue Apron. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. James. Good segue. Wow. And we're so lucky. Blue Apron, it's so flexible. We can customize our, rep- our recipes, so maybe do some Transformer-themed ones based on our preferences. Uh, they have a bunch of delivery options, so we can choose uh, what we want to fit our needs. And there's no weekly commitment, uh, so we can get, get deliveries when we want them when we're watching the formers. Uh, for all, all you watching at home, if you're interested in Blue Apron, uh, check out this week's menu and get your first uh, three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com soup. Uh, you will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. Uh, and that's blueapron.com slash soup. It's Blue Apron, a better way to cook. And uh, yeah, that way we'll be able to uh, make our meals step-by-step mm-hmm. and uh, transformer movie by transformer movie. Well, we can transform a bunch of ingredients into a delicious meal. That's what we'll be doing. Bunch it. Bruce, did you have any findings? Oh uh, yeah. So um, the last two, uh, Age of Extinction and whatever the other one was called, Dark Side of the Moon, Dark of the Moon, whatever, sure. both made 1.1 billion, <laughs> the most at any other Transformers so worldwide. Uh-huh. Um, oh god. So I'm curious to see if this is going to be the the first one because I think it went 700 million, 800 million, 1.1, 1.1. So they both they they kind of peaked. Yeah. Uh, it went down a little bit for Age of Extinction. So if this one can make more, then we're still in Transformers it's, age. It's you know? the age of Transformers. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, that it's, but the thing is, like you said, I'm sure if we looked at it, you see domestic domestic getting going, lower and lower, going down, and yeah, worldwide yeah. going up and up because these are global yeah. films. Yeah. They yeah. are making them so that way they can be in any language in any part of the world, and they will make money across the globe, yep. and then also continue to sell toys. For that, like it's a huge, well, it's like well, now, a tsunami. A whole medieval line of toys, too. Oh, yeah, I, I don't absolutely. think that the medieval aspect is going to be as large as we would hope. How it dare might be. you? How dare yeah, you? We would hope. Here's what's going to happen. There's going to be a, you, what you said is correct, which is they're going to in the past, Open it, yeah. And then at the very end, one of the knights mm-hmm. is going to come in and imbue the well, spirit of Bumblebee the, or whatever. The power, <laughs> whatever power. You, sh- you Chevy Camaro. It's two, two armies fighting over some sort of power, right? A yeah. device or something, it's some like sort of medieval light. power that yeah. these 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 knights don't understand, but they worship like a god. It's a yeah. Duracell right? battery, well, the, the, and, and then they're going to fight over it. But then that's what they're they are going to fight in the present day. Yes, and then one of them's going to acquire it, and it's going to imbue them with knight-like medieval powers. Yes. Oh, so absolutely. you did you just say that you think that the movie's going to start with the flashback to medieval times? Bruce yeah. Said that. Oh, okay, okay. Well, James, yeah, yeah. James originally said that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That, that's definitely that's, what's going to happen. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It's not going to be knights throughout the whole thing. I'm pretty sure also because Mark Wahlberg, I think, is coming back for it. As a you knight, you don't think yeah. it, it could be like a kid in King Arthur's court, but flipped. He gets transformed. Where like a knight gets back. gets 
sent into present day. Well, Transformers can change into anything they want. I they hope. Can change Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Autobots, stand there. It's all castles. I mean, I can see them being catapults and shit. I remember there was a there was a bit. There was a thing they did a while ago where it was all like it was like Transformers in the Age of Steam. Not necessarily steampunk, but it was like okay. Civil War oh, yeah, time. Yeah. So they were all steam trains. War machines, and yeah. yeah, very like World War One, between Civil War and that's World cool. War One kind of time. I think and that's neat. It, the, the art looked cool. I didn't. I'm not stupid enough to read a yeah. Transformers comic yeah. book. <laughs> no offense, to any of those I'm, who are. I'm fans. okay with it. Let them. Keep I've been coming. told that the comic books are actually really good. Yeah, did someone that reads a lot of comic books tell you that? <laughs> someone that paid money for Transformers comic books said, oh, no, it's actually really good. Actually well, really once good. you get the episode, like, the, or issue 562. Yeah, yeah. It, you're in, man. You're in. You're in. Yeah, you're it becomes forever. like a solid 6 out of 10. Um, no, I think that it's, I think, I think there's a place for these types of movies, which is another thing that kind of frustrates, frustrates me because I feel like there's a place for these types of movies. They're basically <laughs> like, all right, well, I don't have enough money to go to Disneyland. This weekend, or maybe right, I wasn't invited. Right, because you already spent money going. <laughs> or maybe I wasn't invited, but yeah. I can spend sixteen dollars to go to a Transformers movie. Sure, sure. Yeah. And then it'll basically be that my chair won't shake, but I'll get those D box seats. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I'll I'll kind of feel that way. Imagine being on a roller coaster for three and a half hours. That's yeah. what Michael Bay does well, for us. I mean, Star Tours, like. Star Tours is he basically doesn't know it. He wasn't there. It's a ride at Disneyland. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Well, let's let's clear Disney the air with, about Disneyland here, okay? Yeah. There, I John, don't know if you can. Josh Flanagan, he's a director and writer at Rooster Teeth. He's like a good friend of ours. Yeah, yeah clearly your best friend. Uh, he asked James and I if we wanted to go to Disneyland with he and his girlfriend. Yeah. They were in Did town. No. I didn't get asked. Well, Bruce is in Australia. Australia. Bruce is busy. I got back on Saturday morning at 6 a.m., but whatever. You didn't tell anyone you were coming you, back. Nobody knows so, your schedule. No. You're like well, Batman. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, no one knows his schedule. He wouldn't have invited you anyway. You're not best friends. Uh, I thought maybe Josh asked Adam if he wanted to go. I was pretty certain he didn't. Based off what he said about Adam in the past. Um, (laughs) It's all starting to make sense. But anyway, we went to to Disneyland. So that's basically where my perspective was. Can I tell you guys what happened to me at Disneyland that was pretty heartbreaking? Oh, yeah. This is awesome. So I was a huge Nightmare Before Christmas lover growing up. I've seen that movie... A You're billion times. Was, like, past yeah, I was gonna say, you still well, are, right? Well, this after weekend, this weekend's incident. Things. What? Where did show me on the doll where Jack Skellington touched you? <laughs> so we, that we go to the haunted mansion and it's decorated for Nightmare Before, as, or it's styled as Nightmare Before Christmas. It's, it's really amazing. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. We are in in the Nolens district or whatever, mm. yeah. and yeah. I see Jack Skellington and he's he's like wisping around mm. doing Whoa. his thing. He's yeah. literally coming out from being on break or something. Yeah, and like Nadia, who's a good friend of mine, uh, she's like, do you want a picture with Jack Skellington? Because I have been talking the whole time about how I love Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. I say, okay, I'm going to go up to him. Well, I, you were like, no, 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 no. Oh, well, yeah. And you were like, okay, well, do it. I'm already getting my phone he's out. Yeah. Like, camera um, getting ready. So I go up to him, and then James, James probably finished telling the story. What? What? I didn't hear it. I, you have to say what he said to you. I don't even remember because I was in shock when it happened. I went oh, up to him and I said, oh, hi. And then he went, sorry, I'll be back later. And he, he, he like he basically, sashayed. He, he refused, he refused to take a photo with her, Disneyland. but as in character as Jack yeah. Skellington. That's kind of a so she's move. Like, she was like, oh, can I take yeah. a photo? He's like, I simply haven't time for you. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like, and then he like sashayed away into another an secret corridor. And, and I didn't know that they were allowed to do that at Disneyland. Also, you, you know? know how much you love Jack Skellington cosplay. Oh, man. This guy is like in the best Jack yeah, Skellington cosplay yeah. you can imagine. The problem so, is he's... A skeleton, yeah, 
So you can't really dress up. Well, as they him. they got a skinny guy, so he looked like him, and they Even put if a it's head like on Doug him. Jones, you but still... the the only thing is the head comes to a point onto his lower part here because okay. he still has to speak. Right, right. So he he like it's all white from here down, and then he's like he's like he has to talk real large, so it looks like a mouth is doing jo- it. Yeah, and watching him say to Elise like like. I simply mustn't have the time. <laughs> like, like, uh, that. Left. I was so embarrassed. And she, just tur- she just turned. I had the camera ready to go. Oh, this, no. Disneyland, so Disneyland, hurt. and Disney World is always one part whimsical and the mm-hmm. other part insufferable. Mm-hmm. We went to Disney World one year and they had that Yeti ride. Oh, that must have been the, nice. The oh, really. I know. Oh. I didn't know you guys at the time. I would yeah. have invited you. Oh, What's the Yeti ride? I don't know what that it, is. It's sort, of, it's sort of a Matterhorn, oh, but it, okay, it's right. a different one okay. where there is a giant Yeti monster inside of there. That's in the Matterhorn. That, eh, it's a different one. I forget okay. exactly what it's called. Not a huge deal. But it's all just semantics yeah. at this point. But regardless, it was a brand new ride. The Yeti has like a turbojet engine attached to its arm where he like swings at you and oh, it's okay. supposed to be super scary. Huh. And we did the ride and there was no Yeti. There was no giant abominable snowman sure. creature. And so we asked the guy who worked there, hey, what, what happened? And he said, oh, the Yeti's on vacation. And I said, I'm a man. Uh, talk <laughs> to me. <laughs> like, Tell me what happened. Don't talk to me like a fucking child. And he said, oh, it's been having some malfunction. Oh. Thank you. Thank you for talking to me like an adult. It's part of, that's part of the whole thing. We didn't have yeah. any kids with us. I don't like, that's part of the whole thing. I don't want to be talked to like an adult. Um, like, at Disneyland, birthday. at Disneyland. Uh, I once read this story about the security guard that works at Disneyland, and he'll see like little boys and girls in costumes, and he goes and he asks them for their autograph. Mm-hmm. Like a little girl dresses Princess Jasmine, he'll be like, can I have your Aww, autograph, Princess? That's really nice, except he's yeah. a pedo, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> there was, there was uh, another time at Disneyland where Splash Mountain was down, mm-hmm. and I asked a girl walking by, I said, hey, uh, is Splash Mountain down? And she goes, yeah. It's been down for weeks. See, that's the other side. And did you weeks? were like thankful for that? I I don't work here. <laughs> but that's you <laughs> bitch. Hold on. Which response do you want? And she was like, she was like, sorry, Splash Mountain dried out because of the the, the beavers are gone. Came through. Splash oh, Mountain is dry as my cooter. Ma- this matter of fact attitude of. Oh, you're not you, up to, and this is pre-Twitter. You're not allowed to go to Disney World and demand a matter-of-fact response and then go to Disneyland and get pissed off when someone gives it to you. These that's were, not fair. That's that, not, that's not that what is not, not wanted. That is not matter-of-fact. When you say, oh, it's been closed for weeks, where have you been? Not at Disneyland. Because A, I don't work here, and B, I can't afford to be here at all times. This is why people yeah. don't invite you to Disneyland, all right? Because Disneyland can't please you. I love Disneyland. I think Adam loves it the most of That's all. Why of, it's it's disappointment is what we're hearing. When Jeff, when Jess worked for Disney, we went yeah, you guys a went lot. At least it's been fun to make things a little better for you. In the last six years, I think the, every character is under the same rules. So if they're not in a in mm-hmm. a section where they are supposed to be, basically they they just wait in a section and then they have a line. They're not supposed to sign anything, and that's just a rule. Okay, so yeah, I, like, I I'm just joke hurt, I guess. But just, uh, he didn't need to grab you by the well, shoulders and then block your leg it was, and take you to the ground. It was it was the way he did it. It was Halloween. It was the way he rejected me in character. Yeah. Where like you said, if he had just said, "I'm sorry," I'm like, if he had he had, as an adult yeah. said, "I'm yeah. sorry," but he went, "Hit it, 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 sorry." He I went, "I mustn't." I'm not Halloween. And then and then when he walked into the shop, he went. Merry Christmas, everyone! And he like, "Ta-da!" I was like, "What the fuck?" Wow. Yeah, so... Uh, well, you should do the one where that girl becomes Johnny Depp, or Johnny Depp becomes that girl. The <laughs> thumbnail would lead me to believe, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Whoa. 
Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. I haven't been it's in really such cool a long time. finding about other people having on fun on the, Twitter. The good on Twitter, when you go weird, it brings out. The I thought worst. we were cool. It brings out the worst in everyone. You know, I Twitter? think no, no Disneyland. <laughs> oh. It's a magical place, but it pushes people into their extremes. And so, so a good example is is kind of it's like you know like Alive or something. Like alive, you mean the, the, the movie? movie? Oh, you know, like you put people in harsh conditions, so and the then you see what see what they're actually ass. made of. Um, so for some people, that. for some people, it means um, I don't know, being rude to a waiter or something like that. Okay. There was a woman who was on a scooter. By the way, more more adults in scooters that don't need scooters than ever before. Yeah. They have fully branded adult Disneyland scooters. But you know, like rascals or? Yeah, like yes. rascals. Like but you know, rascals I got scooters. home, I had to put a heating pad on my kneecaps. I was in oh, so much you, pain. Did you walk so much? Yeah, it's, it's the standing, you know, and I got bad knees. So. It's, these are people <laughs> who do not need to be in scooters. Yeah. And and it's that's really disheartening, but there's a woman who just was plowing by us on uh, uh, leaving <laughs> Space Mountain or whatever, and just holding her horn down as she was going down the road, just purposefully hmm. stare glaring at people, <laughs> even though no one was in her way. And I was like, "You, this is the worst of you. Yeah. For me, my lowest moment was when we had, we had already eaten dessert before we went to get dinner, got dinner, but we were gonna have to, oh, we were gonna have to wait for the, the Pinocchio ride, or no, no, the Peter, Peter Pan, Pan ride. Oh, right, yeah. And it could be 25 minutes. Whoa, and I was like, I was like, things. waiting in line 50, 25 minutes. We better get a snack, right? <laughs> and then, and so then, cut to five minutes later, and I'm in line holding a Coke. Never drink Coke. Yeah, never I never drink, drink soda. Yeah. Holding a Coke, a pretzel, and I'm dipping the pretzel into a vat of hot cheese. Yeah, no wonder you had so <laughs> much like, fun. Like, I, oh, ate Peter whole, Man, wait, wait. I ate a whole bag of cotton candy. I was, I felt so sick. No wonder you, you, you didn't finish the whole bag. You guys had so much fun. It's like that's like going to McDonald's every day. Yeah, yeah. it was that's, like the best. That's what that, you, that means nothing to her. <laughs> Man. But for you, that's a that's a totally new treat. All that sugar and I, fat. I totally I see Elise passed out and James holding her like a child. <laughs> She's burping. Sling over the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, she had her Mickey ears on. Did you guys watch the fireworks at the end of the day? Watch the fireworks, it snowed, Bruce. and then it snowed afterwards because it's season of the witch or whatever. Oh, I didn't know that. That's season neat. of light. Wow. Can really I tell whimsical. you the one saving thing that I didn't know Disneyland did because I've only been twice was the fast passes. Oh, yeah, man. like being yeah. able to just expedite those lines, and uh, you know you come back at a, a later time when, mm. with your fast pass. And luckily, I had my movement watch on, so I was nice. able <laughs> to to know and keep track of like, okay, guys, we can get our next fast pass now. We can get we you know we can claim our next one. <laughs> Uh, for those watching at home, movement watches, they start at just $95. At a department store, you're looking at $400 to $500 for the same kind of quality watch. Uh, we're giving you 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movementwatches.com slash dudesoup. Uh, this watch has a uh, really clean design. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm like really into my watch. I wear it all the time. You guys know that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, now it's is true. the time she that does. you can step up your watch game and uh, head to movement.com slash soup and join the movement. I honestly really, mine's the Beverly watch, which is the gray band and the rose, rose gold, and I really love it. It looks very nice. Thank you, you Bruce. Yeah. yeah, Bruce always Very like, ladylike. Oh, thank you, Bruce. Okay. Bruce always compliments <laughs> me on things. All right. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to cram as many topics into this dude soup as I can because... Uh, it never gives you a chance to suggest one. <laughs> I, want it, I want it to be like a spectacular. It's great. Um, what did you write to him? Johnny, 
What did you write to him? Tell me. No, no, it's a picture of Lawrence. <laughs> We're laughing oh, at a picture okay. of Lawrence. I thought it was like making from my watch or something. No. Or my posting up, skills. Well, maybe up until recently, was such a, such a ladies' man. But could you, imagine, could you imagine? Could you imagine all that yeah. all that nasty and facial hair going down on you? Like if you're a woman, I can imagine that. Like, oh look, her boyfriend. Yeah, her boyfriend's in the back. Yeah, taking pictures you of her done butt. Yet? Uh-huh. That's a monkey. I need you to sit in the back and then take photos of she me, Final so dudes can jerk off to my she photo. Final Fantasy X. There, there are it's so many lot. YouTubers that life. have really a, a boyfriend that just kind of follows them around and does things for them. One of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lisa. I wish I could do this. I wish I was better at makeup and stuff. I'm terrible at anything like this. Um, Talent. <laughs> just don't I, have any. Just I had something I wanted to ask you guys can about. Can I tell you about the time oh. when I went to Disneyland and I took a big shit? You went to Disneyland? Yeah. Not with us, not with us. So years ago, <laughs> in middle school, a friend of mine there, his dad was some high-ranking dude at Disney, so we got to go for free all the time. He's a general Eisner. at Disneyland? Yeah. He's pretty high-ranking. Wow. <laughs> some sort of official. Over oh, in the, the business department. We did see Disney gang there. Disney gang? What the hell there, is that? Apparently there's gangs that patrol the park. No. But there, it's like a dude, he was in military boots, what the fuck? camo pants, and, and like he was in a beret, oh. but it was all Disney themed. I know what you're talking about. Are they, they sanctioned by the park? Oh, absolutely not. They're the biggest oh. fucking nerds in the world. Wow, yeah, they're, they like they're patrol, giving Disney money to. Yes. They basically patrol the park for Disney. It's oh, really it's stupid. It's but really yeah, dumb. he he looked like he was a uh, he looked like some sort of guy fighting in the Congo yeah. in like a rebellion. It's wow. dumb. Sorry, that's, go ahead. That's the worst thing ever. Oh no, the story was basically, I played D and or not D and D. Sorry, uh, DDR. And I had a really good game, and I immediately had to run to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And a, apparently, I made such a, a racket that the people walking out were complaining. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. This is, like, <laughs> this is middle school. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, this yeah. video, we're watching a video of some guy performing as Jack Skellington, and I'm pretty sure it's just outtakes of Jared Leto from Suicide Squad. <laughs> I was just going to say, it looks just like Jared Leto. I want to know what he sees, though, in his head yeah. of how much he's nailing it, but no matter how hard he tries, he'll never actually be the cartoon. Yeah. Are you kidding? This dude gets Bruce, laid. Bruce sent me by himself. Bruce was uh, Bruce was uh, traveling to a beautiful place, but still found the time last <laughs> week to send me a link to Jared Leto's tattoo profile, you like the be. Joker tattoo <laughs> profile, where they're like, here's the art in case you want to do your own stuff. And like, Boy. and it's the worst yeah, it's awesome. stuff. It's great. Not Like you think damaged across his head is bad? In terms of like completely looking beyond subtlety and just utterly overtness, Man. he has a tattoo of a bat, the bat symbol with a knife through it. Because he hates Batman. Because he wants to stab him. <laughs> Get it? So we tattooed that so he doesn't forget ever. Full transparency on this article: uh, I was just getting on the plane to fly back from Australia, and I didn't even read it. I saw what it was, the and the first thing I did was copy and paste it and send it to James. I was like, I'm sending it to you. I was like, oh, what the fuck? I'll, I'll, do that. I'll do that with James every once in a while. He'll send me something like Overwatch news or Marvel yeah. Puzzle Quest news. Like, he just sends stuff, and then I always have to have something to reply with. Yep. And so I think the last time was like, Crude's too canceled. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, AJ. AJ Lacasio. No, he was only on the show. The oh. hyperlink <laughs> told me everything I needed to know about that article. Crude's too canceled. All right. Yeah. yeah. Got it. At least you were saying something. Oh, right? I just, I, I've tried to fit as many topics in here Please as I do. can, yeah, guys. Yeah, so uh, I, I just wanted to, this is a bit of a post-mortem, and I wanted to get a little introspective on this, because we played a ton of horror games in October, and mm. this is a little bit past its prime, given the Thanksgiving is around the corner. 
But we played a lot of horror games. We became the scared face on a thumbnail horror channel. We played Hello <laughs> Neighbor. We played Outlast 2, Five Nights at Freddy's, Stay Close, yeah. a bunch of old spooky games and flash games and Don't Blink. I think uh, accumulated almost 300,000 views. It's um, very popular for I, I just was just curious what your takeaway from this was, if you guys kind of found the formula for a good horror game, because there's a lot of really, there are a lot of bad horror games out there. I, and, I really liked, the more that I played them with all of us, the more I really liked them. Mm. And like, I've always liked, I, I, I thought I would like the horror games, but the, I was very surprised at how genuinely scared I got. Like with Stay Close, it's actually there's some suspense involved when you play. And uh, when we played Outlast yeah. with Lawrence, that scared the shit out of me. Like that was a that was a really scary game that I thought about for weeks afterwards. And I was like, man, that like amazing production design, really good pacing. And I feel like uh, horror movies are something that a lot of people take for granted. And it's like, oh, really easy to make a horror film, right? Horror games, I think, are it's tough. kind of the opposite. I think they're actually really hard to make because you like video games where you're like, oh, oh yeah, I already know what this is. I know what the jump scare is going to be. I know if I move over here, I'm going to see this. So it's a lot harder to uh, change people's expectations in a video game than it is in a movie, I think. I don't mm. know. I agree. I jumped out of my chair like four times cutting that Outlast video. Oh. Yeah, it's a scary game. Yeah. That was a really, really scary I, I game. I had to watch Peaks Edit for the Don't Blink one. Oh, yeah. And that was scary. I was like, yeah. I, it's hard to even just watch that stuff back. Yeah. It's like, um, for me, good horror in a lot of ways <coughs> is a lot like comedy where you're subverting expectations. Yep. Yep. So yep. it's it's having that sound cue and nothing happens, mm -hmm. but then something just kind of, I think I think movies like Insidious do that really well where they're not relying on their sound design to be scary. And a game like PT does that really well. Because yep. PT mm -hmm. is probably like one of the most consummate horror experiences ever. One um, of the scariest too, for me. Yeah, like, it, I think um, for me, the one that sort of stuck with everything that we did was probably Hello Neighbor. Yeah. Just for the like, mm -hmm. the feeling of you, you can't really get away. It's where you live, mm -hmm. and it's it's a uh, sort of almost like like a someone like voyeurism, somebody being able to like watch you. Yeah. And, but well, it's like it's it's why am I afraid of you too is also one of the good things about Hello Neighbor. Mm -hmm. It's like it's the middle of the day. Yeah. Who cares? Right? I shouldn't be. I shouldn't yeah. be scared. The guy you look like really you look scared. like a regular yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. But because everything else is telling me to be scared, I'm so scared. In some ways, I'm more scared. Yeah. Movies. Movies are the kind of things where you, like they're going to proceed with or without you. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and 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 not to say that that makes them less scary or more scary, but like it's just kind of like they're going to proceed without you. Knowing that video games can stop at any moment, and go well. We're not going to go ahead unless you. Yeah, you've like, got to pull the trigger in, on unless this. Unless you open the door, yeah, that sucks. and you have to do it this way, then it's like that. Oh, that kills. I wish there were more games that we could play together. Dead by Daylight is fine, but Dead by Daylight's more like an action game yeah. than it is a horror game. Mm -hmm. I think like once you know everything about it, you're thinking about how you it's can play. Yeah. It's somewhere yeah. like depth. Or Once something. it becomes yeah. systematic, that was like, stay close. Because yeah. kind of for me, I, want, I don't want to spoil it for Adam, but once <coughs> things sort of became systematic and, and it was pattern mm -hmm. recognition for me, I was like, let's blast through this. It's still asking you to put like together a puzzle as something looms beyond you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I would love to do more games where we do that. I don't think that was our intention. It's just kind of like you found a lot of those. And uh, they, a lot were coming out really. around that time, I think, because they knew Halloween. there's a release kind of schedule. We, we sort of just kind of go whatever with what's working. So mm -hmm. if horror stuff does well on the channel, then we'll keep doing it. But it has to be a good video. A lot yeah. of people always complain that like, we avoided that kind of stuff. It's like, why don't you play Five Nights at Freddy's? Or why don't you play Outlast or whatever? Mm -hmm. And we were always, I don't, I don't know why we, maybe we just ended up playing more comedy stuff than we ended up playing horror. 
But this time around, I felt like it was kind of hard to ignore, especially since we're making Let's Play videos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, now we get to play them. And I was actually really excited about it. Uh, and sorry, just really quickly, to Five Nights at Freddy's credit, I was like, there is no way this game is going to be scary the fifth time or the sixth I time. I just realized that. Or whatever it was. Um, that we, and, we, and we just played it. The video hasn't gone up yet, but we played it live. And it still scared me. I still had jump scares, and I still got like, you know, like you get scared, and you're just like, oh, like you're like fuck again. But I was very surprised that the game could still scare me. I did some deep diving on the Five Nights at Freddy's thing just because I was looking for stuff for the thumbnail and like looking for images and stuff, and I stumbled upon the subreddit, and it is crazy how this world we do live in now, where there is fandom around basically any small piece of content, yeah. and the Five Nights community. Oh man, yeah, is there. And it's, it actually reminds me a lot of the Dark Souls community where we've all played Dark Souls or played through it and we go, yeah, I guess there's a story here. If you really want to dig into it, you'll find it. Sure. Same with Five Nights at Freddy's. And there's just a lot of stuff they're saying, no spoilers, guys, don't spoil it. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's this weird sort of culture we live in now where things like Westworld and other things, like it's sort of, a lot of things are more successful if you can create a conversation around it. Yep. And you can't manufacture that. That's kind of the weird thing too. You have to, make it natural has to feel which is really hard to do really hard to make it organic our, our thing with the channel is generally that it's never about the game it's more about us yeah. mm -hmm. but with a horror game it's almost impossible to not make it about the game yeah. like it has to be kind of about the game which video yeah. are you looking for I was just looking at our scary stuff uh, you just want to see how around. the channel's doing it's doing yeah. well yeah, just checking yeah. everyone's in a while um, <laughs> um, but uh, let's, let's take, take a pause there because I actually have a surprise <gasps> This week, I so many things. She's Lawrence is out, and Thanksgiving is this weekend. So I, I consider this more like a holiday episode, mm -hmm. actually. Vacation and from and uh, <laughs> so a lot of people are going to be getting together with their families this weekend for for the holidays. And I had a, a thought where I hearkened back to when people would gather around listening to radio programs. Right. That was kind of the entertainment that on holidays you gather around with. So I thought maybe we would try to do something like that. So people could sit with their families and listen to the to a funhouse production together. Mm -hmm. So I have written a, a small short. Oh, that we have to read. Play, yeah, for all oh. of so so uh, I'll be performing the narrator role. Radio drama. And then uh, yeah, so just you know, just close your eyes and imagine that's Adam's script. Okay. Uh, your lines are, are all highlighted. Did that's, Josh uh, approve this? <laughs> that's Bruce's. You'd yeah. never know. <laughs> That's Bruce's. Down, yeah. oh, that's, that's for you, James. Okay. Thank you, know guy. Yeah. So, um, how long is this? It's it's a little bit it's a little bit longer, <laughs> but you know it's a holiday episode. It's three pages. So, uh, wow. Yeah, I did this Friday night. Got home okay. from work, crapped this baby Wait, out. Did, James, did you know about this? She told me she was working on stuff for the podcast. I love it. And I was like, you know, Lawrence just basically just throws stuff in a dock. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't tell him what, what it was because I wanted it to be a surprise. You know, you're not him. hourly, right? <laughs> um, you can't okay. charge for those hours. So, uh, so yeah, this is a Funhouse Thanksgiving play. Mm -hmm. They'll perform our roles. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll begin. Okay. <clears throat> Welcome, dear listeners. Gather closer to the hearth. Today is Thanksgiving, a time when friends and loved ones come together to celebrate the season, give thanks, and of course, eat their fill of turkey dinner. Let me paint the scene for you. We find, our, find ourselves on a quiet suburban street. Children are playing outside, tossing the old pigskin around with Pop. Can you actually Pop's, do like a transatlantic accent? Oh, yeah. Pop's pot, dog dolls, hoping for the vestigial scraps of the feast that awaits. It's better. In the, in, and inside the kitchen, one of our modest, one modest, of one surprisingly modest ranch-style bungalow, 
Actor Eddie Murphy peers through an oven door. <laughs> this turkey's gonna be Eddie's best holiday at work since Donkey's Christmas Shrektacular. <laughs> but it's gonna be bumping. Eddie turns and surveys all the preparation he's put into his lavish feast. Sweet yams, cornbread, sausage stuffing, homemade pumpkin pie. Murphy's thought of everything. He smiles widely to himself, not, reala not realizing that the doorbell has been ringing incessantly. As he snaps to, a flustered Sofia Vergara enters the kitchen. Ay, Dios mío, Eddie! Do you, need, do you need to answer the doorbell? Oh. <laughs> He's driving me loco, means Spanish, which means Spanish crazy. What the hell? I, uh, just keep going. I will stay in the kitchen. <laughs> I will stay in the kitchen and handle these breasts. What you say about Hannah Brussels? Sophia throws her hands up in frustration. Her large breasts jiggle with almost a violent force, knocking a bag of figs off the counter. Ay, 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 not my breasts, the turkey breasts. <laughs> All right, Sophia, forgot. Well, you let Eddie Murphy know if you got trouble with your breasts, and he'll give you a hand or two. Eddie Murphy raises his eyebrows suggestively with all the confidence and bombast of a much younger man with a more <laughs> successful career. In the meantime, I'll get the dough. Eddie opens the front door. A red-haired man is standing on the stoop. His outstretched hands offer forth a casserole dish. Oh. Happy Thanksgiving. I brought the cranberries. Willem Dafoe, you shouldn't have. It was the least I can do to repay you for the time you saved my life. <laughs> Won't you come in? It would be a pleasure. I hope you don't mind I brought an old friend of mine. A large strapping man with a wild and lush head of brown hair steps in the doorway. He looks fresh from the outback. Nice to meet you. Name's <laughs> Hugh Jackman. You might have you heard me because I play the werewolf from the comic books, yeah? I also like to, to sing and dance, but not in a gay way. Just, just for fun, yeah? I'm honored to be part of your Thanksgiving festivities. I'm so far from my... my what the fuck? I'm so far from my home in Australia. <laughs> I couldn't just let him spend the holidays alone. And you know I'm full of surprises. <laughs> Come on in, Hugh Jackman. Ain't no gate on to Bobby, but Getty Murphy's got a dick bird going, and then they talk about Sophia. <laughs> Suddenly, the moment of mirth and merriment is broken by a shrill, shrill scream. Oh no, Sophia forgot. You in trouble? Conky, we better get out of here. Eddie Murphy and Hugh Jackman rush toward the kitchen to respond to Sophia's call of distress. Meanwhile, hang on, I dropped my mints. Willem Dafoe bends to reclaim his errant mints. That's better. I've got my mints back. <laughs> now into the pocket. As Willem reaches to put his mints into his pocket, the package slips from his grip and falls to the floor once more. Ack! I've got a mint situation. He calls out to no one. <laughs> you go on ahead. I'll catch up. As Willem Dafoe stumbles with his, fumbles with his mints, Hugh Jackman and Eddie Murphy rush to the kitchen. It's difficult to see through the large clouds of billowing dark smoke that have engulfed the room. However, there is definitely a fire. Sophia! Sophia! Girl, where you at? Eat the turkey! It's on fire! Suddenly, Christopher Lloyd is there. Great Scott, a grease fire! Like a beacon of well-chiseled hope, Hugh Jackman emerges from the show smoke with a shiny red fire extinguisher. Oh, I'll handle this! <laughs> And with a great display of athletic fortitude, Hugh Jackman thrusts the fire extinguisher toward the flaming oven, spewing out a soft, wet, pulpy white slop. It's clear that he's had experience with grease fires before. Hugh Jackman, you're a lifesaver. The door swings open and one Willem Dafoe stumbles through. What I miss. Hold for laughter. <laughs> <laughs> the danger has passed and everyone is safe. The kitchen appears mostly unaffected, save for some smoke. The poor turkey did not fare as well and is charred to a black crisp. Sophia Vergara is visibly shaken. The front of her shirt is charred black like that scene in Mrs. Doubtfire when Robin Williams is cooking and burns his tits. Hi, <laughs> Poppy, the turkey is ruined. He's all black and burnt up like Michaela Jackson's hair. Willem Dafoe takes a bit of a charred wing. Mm. 
Tastes fine to me. Well now, Sophia, the only problem to Eddie Murphy seems how are we gonna carve it? It's gonna, it's cooked too tough. Knife ain't gonna cut through. I think I, wait, oh, <laughs> I think I might be of help in that department. Hugh Jackman lifts his hands to reveal large silver claws protruding from his knuckles. Everyone has a hearty chuckle at this. Suddenly from the dinner table, an older gentleman in black sunglasses calls out. Get a bird over here. Uncle Jaxie, he's got to eat. I should have put in a line there where someone says, Jack Nicholson, what are you doing here? But I didn't. Oh, man. Uh, and so what might have turned into a Thanksgiving disaster is instead a Thanksgiving miracle. We thank you for joining our friends on this wonderful day and hope your Thanksgiving is as special as this one was. Wow, nice job, really Elise. Oh, thank you. So that's uh, from really Funhouse. Uh, wow. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Great. I think Elise, is, this is her desperate plea for more opportunities to write. To write? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, I love it. I wrote that. Wow. Regular uh, James, by James in the shower. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, I shower uh, for about... Two and a half hours. Gotcha. Oh wow! I, That's a yeah, long time. I wow. hope that's something that everyone can enjoy listening to with their families they this will. weekend. You guys Absolutely. all. So they're going to be perf- knights in the next Transformers, huh? Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> let me see what else is here. Oh, China. Wow. Looks like Drake got peed on in 2015. Uh, that's another. We won't note get you made to that. Yeah, I did. Um, Eight more she's been wanting to do yeah, this no, podcast I, for a really long time. The podcast isn't over either. 2015. You, you guys did a great I job. I thought that was like a, a good solid end to go out on. Like, no, we got half an hour. Well, I have, to, I have something else, but thank you all for performing that. Of course. Um, that was incredible. What's it called? What's it called? The play? Yeah. Oh, you guys can come on. up with a title for it if you want. I didn't really have, it was mostly just, uh, mm. you know. Thanksgiving. Nice. Um, I want to do a, a new segment on the podcast. Okay. That yeah. I don't host. That we're gonna do for two weeks. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's called it's called Let's Rap, okay. where we uh, look at a film that came out many many years ago. Cruel Intentions. No, uh, so Cruel Intentions mm-hmm. is a movie that came out. Has uh, anyone seen Cruel Intentions? I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen I saw it a long time ago. Uh, I, I, never, I never actually saw it. I, I saw, saw it making out. Scene. Well, I, I saw it. Dismissed it. it as soon as there was found out that it's a PG thirteen movie. Yeah. What? I thought it was a movie for boys. To get off on hot girls, but it's actually a movie for girls to get off on hot boys. Oh, that's not fair. Damn. Well, uh, people <laughs> on IMDb it says people who like this also liked Wild Things. I've seen See, Wild, Wild Things. Things is for dudes. Wild yeah. Things is rated R. Yeah, yeah Wild Things. I've is only for seen dudes. the one nude scene in that in that movie. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, his yes, dick Kevin Bacon. just flopping around on a boat. Well, yeah. Yeah. that movie's just like shower. twist, twist, yeah. twist, twist. Oh yeah, that's right. Twist, twist, twist. Lesbian twist. I think, uh, Cruel Intentions was rated 14A in Canada. Do you guys have what that rating here? What does here? A mean? Yeah, what does that mean? 14 With adult? an adult, maybe? Yeah. Only 14 adults like may watch this film PG-13. in Canada. Um, well, I thought you guys would have all seen it recently. Well, I mean, uh, no, so recently? No. Yeah, maybe the, the segment's not going to work. 98? The uh, weird thing about Joshua this, Jackson. the whole premise is that Ryan Philippe A just wants to bang his sister. Okay. But to right. bang his sister, well, he has to bang sister, a virgin. Right? Got it. Okay. That's the premise of the movie. Well, why, why does he have to bang a virgin, though, to bang that's his what sister? His, that's what his sister says you have to do. If you want to bang me, you have to bang a virgin. Because they, they're bored. They're like, prep school kids. Like, they have tons okay. of money. Fine. Is it his stepsister? or like a, stepsister. Yeah, stepsister. Oh, okay. Played Which by Sarah Michelle Gellar. Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Sarah Michelle Gellar is his evil step, there she stepsister. Yeah. Got it. She's just like cruel for cruel's sake. Yep. And it was a real turn for her because she was such a goody two-shoes and everything else that she had played. Mm. Um, And sometimes she rubs her butt on his crotch. Um, But then Reese Witherspoon is this other, like, preppy girl, but she's known to be a virgin. And so his job is to get close to her and and then have sex with her, thus Mm -hmm. ruining her reputation. 
So he gets to bang both these girls? No, he doesn't get to. In the end, he only gets to bang one. Yeah, where does Selma Blair fit into that triangle? Selma Blair was his pre... So he, she sends him out to do stuff, Mm. right? To like, like the promise of getting to bang Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Felipe has to go do other things, like for Sarah Michelle Gellar. Mm -hmm. And I think at the opening of the movie, what he is doing is Selma Blair with this other kind of like... Kissing. Yeah. Kissing. With this other kind of girl, and they're like, oh, we need you to corrupt her. (laughs) So he does something to help corrupt her. Um, But she's like this like innocent, like almost mentally handicapped girl. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> that they take advantage yeah, of all real dumb. And all their careers just took off after this. Well, I mean, like, like, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Reese, Reese Hellboy. Selma Blair's in Hellboy. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, like, she's now two. an Academy Award winner. Yeah. yeah. They, did, they actually did quite fine. Yeah. Selma Blair was Despite in... Despite your condescending tone. The O.J. Tra- That's just uh, show my voice. For yeah. two episodes. Yeah, she played Chris uh, Kardashian. Yeah. I actually found a pretty interesting piece of IMDb trivia. About Selma Blair? About this movie. Oh, okay. uh, the scene in which Annette, that's Reese Witherspoon's character, slaps Sebastian Ryan Felipe's was unscripted. The slap was never meant to happen. Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Felipe were so into their scene that she slapped him unexpectedly, uh, unexpectedly, and Felipe's reaction is genuine. He was so into the scene that right after, after the director said cut, he went behind the set and threw up. The director left the scene in the final cut. Why did he throw up? Because actors suck. Yeah, it's a little over the They're top. They're all about themselves. Yeah. You get it's a little over the top. You guys read that play. You, you did a great you job. And you, no f- theatrics behind the and scenes. And we could say it was just as good as Cruel Intentions. Just as good. Just yeah. As good. Some of the, we had to switch characters on the yeah. fly, some of us. <laughs> and there's no going back when you say something wrong. That's uh, <laughs> true, you're right. Sometimes you realize you're maybe a little illiterate. Yeah, maybe. You can't read simple words. <laughs> That's why actors memorize, because they're all illiterate. Yeah. I've, I've often wondered that because people, I think people give actors a bad rap sometimes. I, their job's so easy. I'm watching them do it. It's because they make it look easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to actually memorize lines. No, screen actors don't have to memorize shit. Oh, they make, say like make one that clear. line per yeah. yeah per screen take. actors don't have to memorize anything. Actors in plays actually do have a very hard job, which mm. generally like Pays we work n- we work nine to six is like our official office hours. It's like scre- uh, stage actors have same things, very long days yeah. with rehearsals and several performances. Mm. They have to memorize everything and they have to basically be that, embody that character three times a day for two and a half hours straight. Well, look, Screen actors don't do jack. What I'm trying to say is like on the totem pole of Mother Teresa's and Rosa Parks, there's those <laughs> two individuals and then there's actors right, yeah, right that. below them. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. Like so, may, maybe even sometimes above because well, I mean, actors are heroes. Think about how hard Jared Leto worked. Maybe a little too hard to it's some funny. say. It's funny, as much as I shit on Jared Leto, I saw today that someone posted on Reddit a screenshot of uh, Heath Ledger's notebook. Mm-hmm. Like he had a scrapbook of like yeah. where his head now was at. He had like um, like a picture of what is like a clockwork orange and yeah. like notes to himself. But on the side, he used the wrong form of your. And went, your shit, Jared uh, Leto's best no. joker. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. Well, anyways, we can all fun. agree that Jared Leto is, is a masterful he's actor. He's the best. I he, think he's he, a great he's actor. A he's actually fantastic. a really, really good actor. But he's too into he's too into just doing whatever he wants. There's <laughs> there's nothing more sad than watching an actor who you really like just bomb, especially a role that's like an iconic character, yeah. and then just 
ruin a small part of things that you liked. Yeah. We're watching the ants attack Isengard. No bad performances in this well, movie. This is solid all this the way is through. Perfect all film. CG. Uh, that movie with with a, or the documentary with Jared Leto where they they go through their thirty seconds to Mars like yeah. licensing contract uh, with Sony. I don't remember yeah, yeah. who they're. Well, what's it called? Yeah. 30 seconds to lawsuit. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, but it, it's, it's like, a, it's, it's pretty interesting, yeah. like, BTS of the music industry, but then also he kind of comes off as, like, a little bit self-inflated. Well, this, this, is, this is key into discovering someone's mental state, is it's, it's a documentary is directed by him. Oh, he made it. Okay. Right. So there are lots of but, shots of, like, him on a mountain but just looking that's at the, the thing. sunset. <laughs> he comes off like a, like a pretentious like asshat for yeah. several moments in it mm -hmm. like but it's like so he was like I'm making this documentary I better go up to the hillside and just be like this is the only place I can think mm. but it's like but you are deciding to do that it's a documentary and you're deciding to do that for your documentary <laughs> it's, too meta. Mm -hmm. it's not really like a documentary it's kind of like in um supersize me I think that's a really good really good entertaining documentary but there's a point kind of towards the end like what would be the equivalent of the third act mm -hmm. where he gets up in the middle of the night and he's like, oh, my heart. Oh, yeah. My heart hurts. Yeah. And I'm like, you, the guy who is making a documentary about you doing all this, mm -hmm. knowing that you are coming towards the end of the, right. the, the third act section you of this. you got to do that. You got up in the middle of the night yeah. and said, oh, your heart hurts. And then it, but it's not like a doctor is screaming at him to stop. Like it's like right. he's just like, I have decided my heart hurts. And mm -hmm. I'm like. You're the most biased party in this whole thing. There, there's a part in that documentary towards the end, I remember, where there's almost no message in that film because it's sort of just food porn. Mm -hmm. At one point he says, now I know that no one eats McDonald's three times a day, but some people might. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. I, are you, what are you trying to say? I know, yeah. yeah, I mean, I get it. You do anything for 30 days, that's bad for you. It will have negative consequences. Yeah, I just want to see you get fat because I would never do this. Yeah, I made a documentary about shoving uh, an ion tube mm -hmm. uh, that was in a nuclear reactor up my anus. Yeah. Now I know most people won't do that. But Some maybe might. they will. We're gonna see what and this documentary is for those people. <laughs> the, uh, to Jared Little, oh sorry. Oh no, go on. I was gonna say to Jared Little's credit, uh, when I worked at K Rock, Jared Little was just making it big with Thirty Seconds to Mars. Mm -hmm. I worked in a studio where they came in to do a live performance. And he was very, very friendly. And he came around and hugged all of the K Rock staff. Wow. He, what's he hiding I, in the studio? That's what I've I heard know. he's he like very nice. I've heard he's, he's super nice. nice. Tom Cruise, I've also only heard, is the nicest dude in like in that. the planet. I would believe mm. that. But it's just like it's but it's like sometimes you make yourself look like kind of an asset. Well, no, we I do mean, it too, but he seemed like, really he seemed douchey and pretentious, but also he gave me a big hug. Yeah. And I was like, nice. eh, okay. You're right. like, you're like, be the joker someday. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> a great idea. Damaged on my forehead? You got it. That you probably is not that his That was not decision. his decision, no. Probably not his no, decision. No, but he may have sh maybe but should so have he, said at no. Some point, yeah, yeah, at some point he should have said, if he was really in tune with the character. Though I guess mm -hmm. he was in tune with the character of that movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That whole thing is wrong. What well, do you do when the whole thing's wrong? You just throw the baby stop. out with the bathwater. You leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you leave. Well, it's like you ever see girls on Twitter or Instagram that take a photo and go, feeling kind of tired today and it's just... Yeah, huge boobs. <laughs> huge boobs. You know. I think you know what you're doing. You're like, she does. like, boy, really sore after this workout. It's like just ass. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jared Leto knows he's a very handsome man. Oh yeah. And so he's like 40. he just doesn't want to tell yeah, everybody. He's over, he's over forty. Yeah. He, he looks, is. Yeah, and he yeah. looks he's incredible. Really I, that's my goal: yeah. is to look somewhat okay yeah. Yeah. when I'm on my deathbed. Be a rock star. Rock star is the Let's only way. Heroin. It's the best gamble. 
you may die really young mm -hmm. or you may look like crap and not be able to walk, <laughs> but there's also a chance that you'll be young for fucking ever. Mm -hmm. It's two, two possibilities. Yeah, well, hopefully this podcast is better received than some of Jared Leto's recent performances. Aww. Just the one. Aww. Just but, the one. He won an Academy Award like right yeah. before this. Well, he's great in Dallas Buyers Club. He's an amazing. Yeah. Hopefully he's this amazing. podcast amazing in most is things. the yeah. Dallas Buyers Club. He got fat for that one movie yeah. and nobody saw it. He shoots John Lennon. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. But he committed. Yeah. I admire the commitment. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank for, thanks for coming by to talk Leto today, yeah, no you guys. Yeah, Leto uh, cast. I'll probably put the transcript for today's radio play in the subreddit, so if you guys want to perform it yourselves, it's mm. there. Send us uh, recordings and we'll not listen to them. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you, thank you everyone for watching, and thank you Movement Watches and Blue Apron for sponsoring. Uh, there are also a ton of new items and great deals in the RT store from Thanksgiving to Cyber Monday. Uh, store.roosterteeth.com, so look out for those in go. the spirit of the holidays. Ooh. And Benson finally decided to join us. Yay. He finally made it. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Sorry, boy. And uh, yeah, Lawrence will be back, not next week, but the following week. Yeah. Give it a year. You have the so, post show coming up right after this. The post show is coming up Damn. next. Yeah. So thanks for watching. Thank you guys for being a guest on my podcast, yeah, no my problem. show. Yeah. Podcast. We should do this podcast more often. Yeah, we should do this one more I like this podcast. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. I if you so. like the podcast, do that transcript. Tweet Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get it. He's underwater. Yeah. Oh, no. I really hope everyone's okay. The the, the pixel is actually kind of waterproof, so that, Oh yeah, that's right. It'll a little bit. Not fine. not totally. It'll be fine. Google doesn't recommend you go swimming under Japan with it. Bye everybody. <laughs> hope he gets a sex doll. <laughs> <laughs>